After Buzz TV's Chief Operating Officer, Phil Svitek, comes a weekly digital series that shares his insights, concepts, and findings from years of learning and mentorship. Welcome to Phil Svitek Podcast. Hello there. Before we begin, just so we're on the same page, I am Phil Svitek and have been AfterBuzz TV's Chief Operating Officer since its inception back in 2011. For those unfamiliar, AfterBuzz TV is a leader in TV discussion. In fact, we've been dubbed the ESPN of TV talk. Now, today's lesson focuses on negative visualization, a process in which you actively visualize all the horrible things that can happen to you. What? Why? That sounds terrible. Phil, you out of all people should understand the power of thought. Focusing on negativity feels like it will bring about depressing thoughts. How can that help me or anyone else? One might think that, but actually, negative visualization is a way to overcome fears and allow you to take the action steps you've been avoiding but been meaning to take. Fear is not real. The only place that fear can exist is in our thoughts of the future. It is a product of our imagination, causing us to fear things that do not at present and may not ever exist. Most of us are so paralyzed by fear that we never venture to do things that we most enjoy, the things that will alter our life for the better, or just create excitement. Negative visualization aims to eradicate these fears. How do fears have such control over our lives? Because we let them run amok. The truth is if we don't define the worst case scenarios for ourselves, our brains will automatically fill that void. They default to the most outrageous outcome possible. Remember in episode four called Working at the Speed of Thought, I showcased how our brains are excellent at coming up with ideas? If you don't remember or haven't seen it, then check it out. Anyways, what happens is our brains create a nightmare version of what will happen if we move forward with something. Now, I use the word will sarcastically. It's highly unlikely that the nightmare envisioned in our brain is even close to the reality. Oftentimes, our brains will make us think that if we don't do something, we'll end up homeless, friendless, our families will disown us, will never work again, and will go down in history as the world's biggest losers. Does that sound familiar to you? <laughs> Man, you are one pathetic loser. <laughs> as an exercise, go ahead and write down any negative thoughts your inner critic is saying. It can be present or stuff you've used to tell yourself in the past. Write it on a piece of paper and write everything you can that comes to mind. And if you're comfortable, feel free to share it in the comments section. If not, that's okay. It can remain private, but oftentimes we realize that all our negative thoughts that we thought were so our own and only applied to us are actually universal. These thoughts are part of the collective unconscious. They're no more your own than an orca whale belongs to you. Maybe you already feel better just by writing these down. That's because your brain, the good side of it, metaphorically speaking, not literally, is already going to work and seeing these negative thoughts for what they are, which is bullshit, silly, or implausible. If you're not having an experience like that, it's okay, I promise. There is nothing wrong with you. Let's go ahead into the next step of the exercise. Either on the same paper or new one, write down all the tasks, dreams, actions, and so forth that you've been putting off because of fear. Anything and everything should make this list that you can think of. If you need to, Go ahead and pause this until you're done. I'm waiting.
Look at and examine that list. Don't just glance over it, really study it. How would it feel if you accomplished even just one of those tasks? Pretty good, I imagine. Well, now it's time to do the last steps in this exercise. No, I'm not just sending you off to try and get it done. Some, maybe many of you still have trepidations. That goes to show how important the final step is, negative visualization. With this step, you'll write down all the real worst case scenarios, the things that could happen if you venture forth with your dream list. We'll call this list the realistic worst case list. Once done with this list, draw a dash and then present a solution if that outcome were to happen. For many people, an example could be, I lose my job. Write it down if it's a realistic outcome that could happen and then next to it write, get another job. See, negative visualization is all about defining the things that could actually happen and to make you realize that they aren't actually so bad. And no, I'm not saying losing a job isn't bad or that it's as simple as getting another job. What I am saying though is that it's not the doom and gloom show that was playing in your head moments earlier. And like most successful people, by doing this exercise, it forces you to be proactive. If you know a certain outcome could happen, then you can also plan contingencies in case it does happen. As a side note, there's a great article on HuffPost that states 85% of what we worry about never actually comes to pass. I've linked the article in the show description. By the title alone, though, you can see how we as humans just over-worry. At least now, though, this negative visualization exercise, we can focus on the more realistic outcomes instead of made-up fantasies. In the corporate world, some forward-thinking companies are actually applying negative visualization as part of their pre-launch strategies. They just happen to call it something different, which is pre-mortem. It generally happens where a meeting is called and everyone is asked to think of all the terrible things that could happen upon launch of a product or service. The reason for this is because too many ambitious undertakings fail because of preventable reasons. They don't have backup plans if something goes wrong. Life's funny that way, isn't it? One, things will go wrong. But luckily, nothing is as bad as it ever seems. To get really philosophical and deep, negative visualization comes from Stoicism, an ancient Greek school of philosophy found at Athens. The school taught that the virtue, the highest good, is based on knowledge, and that the wise live in harmony with the divine reason that governs nature, and are indifferent to the vicissitudes of fortune and pleasure and pain. All in all, it's a way of saying that we're open to endurance of pain or hardship without complaining about it. The way Seneca and other Stoics used negative visualization was to eliminate the pain of loss by ridding themselves of attachment to materials. If they lost a house, they visualized how much worse off they could be beyond not having a house and were therefore thankful for what they did currently have while also realizing that even if more things were taken away, it wasn't that bad. This, of course, is a gross oversimplification. However, the more you utilize negative visualization in your life in the proper ways, the more aspects of your life it can actually enhance. Let me be 100% clear. Negative visualization is different than thinking negative thoughts or criticizing yourself nonstop. Negative visualization is a means to an end, a tool for progress. Negative criticism leads to depression. After all, we think and therefore we are. So don't fall into the trap of bashing yourself ad nauseum. Ask yourself if those thoughts are truly valid. They probably aren't. Define what are true bad outcomes and create solutions for them. That is negative visualization. That is how you can help your life. Before I wrap out, here's some quotes to help you reinforce today's lesson. 
Confronting the worst-case scenario saps it of much of its anxiety-inducing power. Happiness reached via positive thinking can be fleeting and brittle. Negative visualization generates a vastly more dependable calm. By engaging in retrospective negative visualization, you can replace your feelings of regret at having lost something with feelings of thanks for once having had it. Never let the future disturb you. You will need it, if you have to, with the same weapons of reason which today arm you against the present. Creative visualization is a spiritual exercise using your thoughts and imagination to change your life in a positive way. There is a difference between contemplating something bad happening and worrying about it. Contemplation is an intellectual exercise. Conduct such exercises without affecting your emotions. Before you click away to another lesson, here's a couple quick things. First, the transcript of this episode is available in the description. That way, you can review the lesson at your convenience. Be sure to leave a comment about negative visualization and how it has helped your life. We're always super excited to read what you guys have to share with us. If you've enjoyed this video, please be sure to hit that like button and tell your friends and family about us. You can support this show on patreon.com slash should you be inclined to do so. Every contribution is truly appreciated. To be notified when future episodes release, be sure to subscribe on either Apple Podcasts or on YouTube. Also, we just added the show to Google Play, so check us out there if it's more convenient to you. Lastly, if you're a new host or college student seeking an internship in the LA area and would like to join AfterBuzz TV, visit AfterBuzz TV's contact page. A direct link is provided. Or, of course, you can tweet at FailSpeedTech or Instagram me at BourgeoisJuliet. Thanks for watching. I'm Julie Bieber, a producer on the show, and we'll see you next week with another one of Phil's Life Lessons.